This is the No Strings Podcast with Rel Simon. Hello, hello, everyone. This is episode three of the No Strings Podcast. Welcome and thank you for listening. This is your boy, Rel Simon. And just like I start off each and every podcast, it's time to get hyped up. Let's go. Let's go. I am ready to go. Woo! Glad I got that out of my system. This is episode three of the No Strings Podcast. No Strings with situational saving. Big thank you to Anchor.fm for being able to host this podcast. Anchor.fm is a free podcast platform that you can use to get started and have your own podcast. There's apps, desktops, everything you want to use, all the tools you need. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, Breaker, and Pocket Casts. And we're about to get into it. Big thanks to Joel Ulmer at Joel Vinci for being my guest on episode two, my last episode. So this episode is just a solo one where we're going to get into one of my articles that I wrote earlier this spring about situational saving. And just think about that. What is situational saving? I think you should take a few seconds right now to think about what you may be saving for right now or what you're saving for in the future, short-term future, long-term future, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. Do any of these that I'm about to list come to mind? Uh, Are you saving for a new home? Are you saving for marriage slash wedding? How about saving for college or saving to pay for grad school, trade school, tech school? What about saving because you may be expecting children and saving for their future college education? Maybe you're saving up for a new car, new vehicle, new boat, new motorcycle. Maybe you're saving up for a vacation. Maybe you're saving up to beef up your retirement and investing, or maybe you're saving up to start your own business. That's a small sample size, but I think a general list of what the average American wants to have or achieve or may have currently. You have to prepare for these things. And I feel like you can save in chunks. It's hard to save like $50 at a time for this and that and that. You have to think bigger. Saving $100 at a time, $500 at a time, saving in chunks to get there where you want to, to get to that point where you want to be. And so if you go online, you know, there's articles everywhere. Four in 10 Americans, three in 10 Americans, just a, a majority of Americans do not have enough money to cover an emergency. So before we get to that situational saving, 
you really have to cover some bases at first. I really feel like you need to have money for an emergency. You need to have some type of cushion for an emergency so that you have money to the side if things may come up or if life comes up while you're dedicating a lot of money towards these other things. Some emergency money on hand. Let's say you already have a house. You need emergency money in case something breaks down or in case you need a maintenance guy or a plumber guy to come in. Let's say you're saving up for a car. You need some emergency money. Let's say if you already have a car and you want to save it for a new one, you may need some emergency money on the side for a flat tire, oil change, anything. Experts do say three to six months worth of expenses. So you go through how much money you may spend in a month, multiply that by three or six or nine. It depends on your life situation and how many people you have in your household. But you need to have emergency money set to the side. You, know, you can't just save a bunch of money and have nothing to fall back on. You can't just save a bunch of money towards X, Y, and Z, and then you don't have any money for a fallback or as a fallback. You also need to make sure you're saving for retirement because every day that goes by is a day, an hour, an opportunity lost to be able to build on your funds towards retirement. Because you can you won't be working forever. It's hard to like work forever. You may work at max 70, maybe 60, 65. So you need to be saving for retirement while you're doing situational saving. And of course, there's so many different retirement accounts, IRAs, savings accounts, TSPs, 401ks. You also need to be paying off debt, either completely paid off or close to being paying off debt. Aside from your house, because house is such a long term play. Really, you really need to think about these other things, the student loans, that credit card, maybe that fifteen hundred dollar credit card, that's five hundred dollar credit card balance. Maybe you owe a personal loan or you may owe some taxes. You want to get all those little things out of the way because your money goes in so many different directions and it's squeezing you and you're unable to save in chunks just like when you're paying off debt you need to pay off debt in chunks and then once you're free or close to being free you'll be able to use that money that you would have been tied up in debt to pay off or to or rather to save in chunks because the goal is not fifty dollars here and there you need to save in chunks for the things that you really want in life and so i feel like situational saving if you want to define it is saving for those things that come into your life and all of our lives are different. You may have a house right now and you want to save it for a car or you may have a house and you're going through grad school, but you also want, or you may be expecting children or you may have a house, you may have a car, you may have a child and you want to start your own business or You've been working so much, you want to save it for a vacation. So you want to put some money aside and save it for that vacation. You really have to just sit down and think about it. Sit down and think about the things that are coming into your life. Evaluate your life right now. And tell yourself, hey, okay, this is what I want to do. I need to be able to situationally save to get to that point. 
And so I wrote in my article back in the spring that I was kind of in limbo in terms of what I wanted to do. I mean, because debt free, I'm, you know, I got money, had a couple blessings come along the way this year. And I'm just talking about how I'm in limbo. Car, home, or condo. I think my situation with saving right now is saving for a a home. I don't know it's going if it's going to be in the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Who knows? Because it's nuts. But I need to have that anchor. I need to stay focused. And it's hard, man. I just I don't know. Bought some wine the other day. Just came from Target today and Amazon a couple weeks ago, and so. Sometimes those purchases at 60 bucks, at 70 bucks, once you get to that certain point, you don't really worry about those. But when you want to get to these benchmarks, you really have to save in chunks. So we're going to take a quick little intermission and then we'll go through some scenarios, some sort of real life scenarios, maybe real life, maybe fantastical, depending on how you feel, how it is, but. I'm going to take a quick interlude and then we'll get into some scenarios. And we are back. Episode three. No strings podcast. No strings with situational saving. Let's go through some scenarios using money times time. And I even wrote it in my article. It says like scenarios using money X time. You know, it's kind of like when you see nowadays, a lot of people uh, target X Ulta, this X that, you know, I don't know. Rel X Simon. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's that little X, that times or that X uh, to, to signify combinations or collaborations. But let's do go through some scenarios. So let's say John. He just proposed to Lainey. And so they choose to plan their wedding two years from now. They run the numbers and they say, okay, our wedding is going to be $70,000. So they come up with a plan to save $3,000 a month over the next 24 months. Again, just 12 months in a year. 24 months would put you at two years. If they choose to wait three years, they will be paying $2,000 a month instead. I'm not married. I know the timetable is a variable. You got to do what you got to do. But weddings are so expensive where you do have to plan it out in some respect. You can't really just, I don't know. I think it's hard to just like I take out a personal loan for a wedding or just throw everything on a credit card just so you, that you can get there. Let's go through another one. JT, he wants to save up to buy a used car that costs 10 grand. Tells himself, okay, I kind of want to do it in about a year and a half, maybe a year and some change. I can ride the train. I can ride transit until I get there. So he saves about $715 a month for 14 months. So a year and two months. Let's say he starts saving in January and then come next uh, March. He has enough money, goes right to the dealership comes right off the lot with a used car. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe need to save a little bit more to cover, you know, fees and what have you, but 
He's there. So how about Layla? She's a freshman in high school and she wants to attend the University of Maryland. She's also a Maryland resident. So her in-state tuition lowers from 50,000 to 30,000. Now I remember those days, boy, Drew University. I wish I was in state up in Madison, New Jersey. Cause I think for me, it was like smooth 52,000 a year. Thankfully they were covering half as long as I was on the Dean's list. Still came out with some student loans, but oh boy. <laughs> so let's say again, $30,000 a year. Her parents have saved up $40,000 in a 529 college savings plan for a few years. And there's multiple ways you can go with it. And as a freshman, she can apply for some scholarships, even if it's not that, even if she can't start right then, maybe in her second year or third year. Start applying for some scholarships so that she can have some some grant money to help pay off that tuition. And her parents' 529 plan will continue to grow so that she'll be ahead of the game once she's ready to graduate. Or once she's once she's once she graduates from high school and then she's ready to um get to college and be able to pay without so much overhead of having to pay for student loans. And student loans are rough. I remember I applied for a bunch of scholarships my senior year and a lot of them were one year scholarships and so my first year at drew i was straight i was pretty much good but i didn't keep the momentum going and then the, the loan started to rack up and rack up let's go through one more scenario mike and molly they're homeowners who want a bigger home to suit their two boys the home that they want costs $400,000 and they've saved up $100,000 so far. One of their two boys plays junior varsity football and he fractures his hand trying to intercept a pass during the game. So the children takes priority. So they put home saving on pause and they use their emergency fund to pay for the rest of the operation. You know, once the, after the insurance provider finishes their contribution, their payouts, their deductibles. Then let's say he recovers three, four months later. They end up selling their home for 200 k and then take out a mortgage to cover the remaining $100,000. That's more of a yeah, semi-realistic slash fantastical example. But it's just, hopefully these examples are sort of grounded and variable in that life can take twisted turns. And that, for one, you know, you need to be saving for retirement. You need to have emergency money to be able to pay for X, Y, and Z. Operations, things break down. You need to also think about that debt that you may have overhanging over you. And it's so variable because a lot of people listening right now, you may already own a home and a car. I'm probably the last guy you know that's probably ever going to get a car, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> you look left and right and it's like, yo, Larell's like the last guy with no car. Uh, I don't know, man. Eventually, whatever. But I'm not tripping off of that right now. But I think it's important that everyone's life is so different. Just take a few minutes to sit down with yourself, your spouse, your children, or your teenage children or whatever, and evaluate your situation. And they get that situational saving going. It's also a disclaimer that I'm not a professional financial advisor and 
my podcasts and even my articles are opinion-based. So always do your due diligence, seek a professional for guidance. But it's good enough to get the conversations going because this is 2021. We've all been through a lot. And I think now more than ever, this audience that I'm sort of reaching, uh, some people are getting ready for retirement. Some people are uh, around my age group, um, maybe slightly younger than me. Um, so even some people are wiser than, than myself, coworkers and friends and family. And so I'm still learning and growing. And hopefully this podcast and even my articles on medium.com, relsimon.medium.com provides some insight to get the wheels turning, to get the brain thinking and brainstorming about the power of money and the things that you can achieve really without loans, credit cards, bank this, bank that. So hopefully I gave you guys some good nuggets. But that is situational saving. And I would also say just keep grinding, keep saving. You never know what's going to come your way. And always invest in yourself and have no little to no strings attached on you as possible. This being a no strings podcast is about having no strings, little to no strings. There are no strings on me. Say that there are no strings on me. Get ready. Prepare for everything coming at you. You've been battle tested. We've all been battle tested this year, this past year. But always remember to prepare for the things that will occur in your life by planning and saving properly. That's all I got for you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Likely the format will probably be one episode, spit some knowledge. Next episode, have a guest on. Same, vice versa, this and that and this and that. But just being able to share on this platform is just amazing. And also my socials, Twitter at Filipino underscore rail, Instagram at kicks on canvas underscore artistry. Contact me, hit me up on those platforms and let's get a conversation going. Let's talk about situational saving. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about finance. Let's get it going. Let's get ready because it's so exciting. This whole new avenue. Let's talk about investing. Let's talk about dividends. All those are going to come down in future episodes, but it's exciting right now. And for right now, at this point, get those juices flowing for your situational saving. This is your boy, Rel Simon. This has been another episode of the No Strings Podcast. No Strings with Situational Saving. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening to the No Strings Podcast with Rel Simon.